Hello, Soap Chat listeners. We are back with a brand new episode. We have so much to discuss that came out over kind of the week we didn't tape a show. Um, But before we get into it, let's check on our co-host, Tiggs. How are you doing? I am doing swell. It's all good in the hood. (laughs) And uh, Rodrigo, how are you doing? I am doing well. Impeachment and all. Very well. And Alan with his brand new. Look, you be- we'll get to that soon. <laughs> and Alan with his brand new headphones. How are you doing? I'm great. You can clear me now. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> They'll determine if that's a good or a bad thing shortly. Dee Dee, how are you? <laughs> and the lovely, elegant, beautiful. Susan Lucci of the podcast. Dee Dee, how are you doing? You just called me Susan Lucci, bitch! I'm happy. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Well, anyway, let's hop right into it. Dee Dee, I actually want to go to you first tonight because there was some breaking... Oh, yeah, girl, Okay. There was some breaking news um, that came out this past week. Own decided to cancel Jamie Ginnon's primetime soap opera Ambitions. Um, Ambitions averaged 700,000 viewers over their first 18-episode season. There was some speculation if it would come back or not, um, but it looks like it's not. Uh, Were you shocked by this decision, and do you support the show going somewhere else potentially? Rodrigo, um, Own decided to renew the drama David um, Makes Man, which um, Ambitions actually topped that show by 300,000 more viewers in the season. Um, So were you shocked by that renewal decision? Um, And do you hope Ambitions go somewhere else as well? Classic soap moments 
into ambitious. Like I would tweet with Jamie, like Jamie, that scene with that lady that pulls out her put the put the weed out to smoke her weed. Was that Valerie Malone on Beverly Hills and How Do I Know? He said, Yes, that was. So you can tell he knew how to write this show. He, this is the vision that he had a brainchild from childhood come to life. And I was so proud of him. I'm so disappointed um, for not giving the show another chance. Just when it was getting so good with the nice cliffhanger, get, it was a great setup for season two, and then you just cancel it for what? When you when the show had better ratings and some of your own shows on there. I mean, I hope, prayfully, maybe Netflix, Hulu, one of these streaming services will take it. Um... And we'll see what it does. If it doesn't happen, I know Jamie will have a great future wherever he goes. And I actually wish we'll cast him, wish or head writer cast him to be on Young and the Restless, but that's another subject. But I just think he has a great future ahead of him, but I'm just disappointed that the show's over for now. Yeah. You never know. You never know. So, Alan, um, do you think that Ambitions would have been able to find a much bigger audience had it gotten a season two? Maybe, but it's different on the huge streets where there's like a thousand shows on streaming and all that. And I don't think it's going to get picked by anything else. I need to be Downer, but it's probably dead as my ox, too. So, I just hope he can get us able to get another job. He'd be good to get a Rustless. I think he'd be good at Dynasty. And see, I would think about pretty much any of the Sobe shows, prime time or and otherwise. So, yeah. So, Tiggs, Rodrigo had brought this up, um, that he agreed with basically everybody on Twitter to get Jamie as the head writer of The Young and the Restless. Um, so, what are your thoughts on the cancellation of Ambitions, and what would be your thoughts on if Jamie did become the head writer of The Young and the Restless? I'm extremely disappointed about Ambitions. It, it was it for me. Like, me, with me, I've gotten kind of beaten down when it comes to TV over the years. Like, you know, you get, just like, like this situation, you get into a show, it's great, it gets canceled. There's pieces of shit going on the half season seven and eight. I don't understand it. The halves and the half You have all these damn procedurals, or you have all these damn reality shows. Like, I'm a reality show burned out. I just, I, I, I need some real scripted television. Yes, that shit is scripted, but I need to be actual scripted television with fictional characters. Not idiots that's just looking for camera time. Really, I'm kind of like Alan. I don't see it getting picked up by anywhere. No, their only hope, maybe, could be BT Plus. And, and DD, Rodrigo, as black people, y'all know. <laughs> It pains me, bitch. Uh-huh. But no, no, you know what? You know what? I will say it. Cause no, the shit on BT Plus, there's shit on the network. They showing dicks and everything. Yeah, I saw a clip. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, I, I just want you to subscribe. That used to be my grinder username. Nothing left to the imagination. I love it. 
I'm just like, it, it, but leave the ass backwards DET. Network ain't worth shit. But streaming services, where it's at? And that, that's the only place I can see that bitch is probably going to. If Will Packard shopped it right to BET, they can throw it on plus. That, that, that's what I see. But do you think Will bad. is interested in shopping the show, though? You know, Daytime Confidential broke the news that he was developing a new Latin drama uh, with Eva Longoria. So do you think Will is interested in shopping the show, or do you think he's moved on already? No, I think so, because, I mean, the show just got canceled, and it's already established. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's mm-hmm. already established characters, histories, stories. It's not hard. Like, we've got Jamie and, and, and Susan Bansby and, and Michelle Valjean. When you have those three, they just pick it up. Like, somebody call them white goddamn now. We're, we're going to pick up ambition for season two. You motherfuckers got till Friday to write a survival for 13 episodes for the season. Jamie and them going to be done with that shit by 5 p.m. Wednesday. They already have Bibles. They already have Bibles. Over. I bet you they had at least two or three seasons written on the show. On well, the show. yeah, so, Michelle, we already know that. Michelle Valjean. Ideas and saw a Bible, a real story Bible, yeah. which and, and writers like, don't do these things. Whole, so, when it comes to the whole YNR thing, yes, I would love it. Now, it may be frustrating for Jamie because y'all know how it is with YNR. It'd be too many goddamn cooks in the kitchen. But he could still turn out great story. And your grandmama and your mama and four of your aunties is all in the goddamn kitchen and there's too much going on and something turned out fucked up and it's always that one auntie that steal all the time to get blamed for it. So, like, you know, it's just one of those things where, I don't know, I mean, of course Jamie would do it because, you know, I mean, who, you know, why not? I just wouldn't want them to kind of stifle him to kind of, you know, pass, you know, he slapped you know what I'm saying? But the if, moment if, if CBS and Tony called him right now and told him, we're interested in a pitch from you for YNR, because he's tried it before. But, you know, they had they're too nitpicky the last time he tried to pitch for YNR. But maybe they be maybe a little bit more willing to, like, see what he's trying to do, especially now that he has a prime time show under his belt. Maybe Michelle Valjean might put a good word for him at Bowl. They might need a new writer on that team. You never know. And then somebody somebody else can just be like, well, you know what, Jamie? Let's revisit this. Give me a six-month Bible. Give me, you have till February 15th to give me a six-month Bible. Jamie's going to turn that shit in by the first. I'll tell you what, though. Jamie's going to mention... Jamie gonna mention chemo and Peter Bergman gonna come up and slap the shit out of him. <laughs> you know it. You know it. Oh my yeah. god, get that man in his feelings and mention chemo. Yeah, they have Phyllis and Jack order Chinese food and he, he shit. Get over that. Whatever he has about that, that resentment, that's the way That's another story. That's good. And I think he has a little racist. Yeah. I'm like, it, it she is a pin bag. She keep on shit a pin bag. Well, anyway. <laughs> I digress. Go ahead, Tom but yeah, like, I'm, I'm all for it, you know. This is not the last we're going to see a hero, Jamie. Yeah, especially now we're going to hear him. You know, Jamie's talking much. Definitely. This is loud. So, yeah, yeah. 
hopefully they can get him in somebody's writing room. Hopefully he can work on a show or something like that. Hopefully him and Warren can raise the money Let's go back to you. Um, so, Peacock is in negotiations at NBC uh, to get allegedly every episode of Days of Our Lives on the new streaming service. Um, it will be yeah, added to the it will be added to the streaming service anyway. But Rodrigo, what do you think of the potential of every episode of a soap opera finally being available? I said, bring it on. It's it's time for us. Daytime has to do something to revitalize themselves. So if it means bringing on every episode of the shows where you have to pay a five four ninety nine a month fee or whatever, I said, bring it on. It's good for fans to go. I mean, we can only go on YouTube, but they don't give you the full episode really on there. There's all a bunch of clips broken down, but you can get some context if you put it on their streaming services. They can make it a little fun, interactive. You can split it by, the, you know, decades, the best of the 70s of days. You can you can do so much when you put all, this episode, you know, all the episodes on there. So I'm, I say more power to them. Maybe they'll put on all the episodes of Santa Barbara, all the episodes of Another World, all the episodes, you know what I mean? So this could be the beginning of something amazing. So I welcome it. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, we, we can't. <laughs> Look. <laughs> no. <laughs> Look, y'all. Hecuba. <laughs> Hecuba is already on the YouTube. Hecuba is already on the YouTube, okay? She don't need to be anywhere else. You, you can watch every episode of Passions already on YouTube. It don't need to go anywhere Ooh, else. I can't, I can't wait for that Passions 20th anniversary. Okay, that I will watch. You know, Passions was never my favorite. That looks so good. And it was produced by Angie frickin' Thomas. Bow down. Oh. Yeah. Hello. 
So, oh, Tiggs, yeah. speaking of streaming Magic services... Magic had a great, like, layout. It's just that James E. Riley just didn't know when the fuck to end the goddamn story. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> like, yeah, there was some storyline that lasted the whole time the show was on the air. Yeah, I mean, he kept, he kept stretching, but y'all, we kept watching it. We watched yeah. all that mess. Well, apparently, we ain't watching <laughs> it up there. That must be a little bit more TV. I know. Oh, Lord. As long as it ain't direct TV, guys. Speaking of streaming services, why do you think every soap opera besides Days of Our Lives is not getting with the time during these impeachment hearings? <laughs> it's Columbus Day. <laughs> Yeah. They just cheat. They just cheat. And then they don't want to highlight how much better the story is. 
storylines were, how much better the writing was. Yep. I can't lie to you. Tell me about my house good shit used to be. Remember when y'all were wrestling oh, the them, them classic episodes back in the day? Oh, and they used to be a good one. Oh, they used to be a good one. Oh, they used to be a good one. Well, notice yes, when Sally. Give you, give you from like, yes, notice when. Notice when Sally was back at the Young and the Restless, and they had a repeat in February. They played Nikki and Victor's first wedding, and that was met with much fanfare for a rerun. You know. Yeah, I remember a lot. That was cool. Yeah, and that was yeah. actually watched by about. I think the rating for that was actually 1.2 million who tuned into that repeat episode. So it shows that if you play a good one, your audience will come and watch. Exactly. And like with the whole days thing, I, I'm often trying to stream every episode of days, and it works great for social media. Like, instead of doing a flashback, because they just they like cutting scenes and shit. We're getting there. And put it on their and put it on their Twitter site to show even past viewers why this couple was important back in the day. They could have put it in the episode and cut some of that stairs that short, but let me well, let's I go. Love my uncle, I love my uncle Ron and I know he doesn't deal with the final part of what shows up on screen, but whoever we'll go ahead and talk about that. So as um, as Tiggs already mentioned, and, and, and anything, and, what, and my whole thing is, if you're gonna do all this to, you know, kill off a popular character like Adrian, that whole episode could have been dedicated to Adrian. And so this, y'all could just mention Abigail and Jack and Sunny, non-acting ass, Justin and oh. Ayla, and they could have gave us. They could have chopped up all flashbacks and gave us a good 20 minutes worth of flashbacks. That's something just dedicated to them. When you do a flashback like that, I think I forgot. Where are Justin Adrian's other kids? They don't want to come to their mama's funeral. They don't even mention them, really. I was just being true. I know they have the children right there. Alexander, which they should have brought Alexander a long time ago. They have Victor Jr. So anyway, um, so Judy Evans um, chatted with Soap Opera Digest about the character of Adrian uh, getting killed off. Um, she said it's, I know, and it was good. Uh, she said it's pretty devastating. I can't lie. You don't know what to think. It's like a part of your life. A big part is gone. Um, Evans caught wind of her exit on the set and asked co-executive producer Albert Alar, who admitted the rumor was true. She added, it's just sad because I loved working there. Um, at the end of the day, Evans understood the move and was happy. It gave on-screen husband Justin, uh, played by Wally Kerr, some juicy work. Uh, so, Tiggs, let's start with you. Do you find it disgusting that Judy Evans had to find out on set when it was initially a rumor and not even Ken, or I'm sorry, Ron Calabardi talked to her about this? This wasn't even about Ron. This wasn't even about Ron. It was a story decision, and yes, like, Ron made this decision, but it had to go through NBC. No. Ken Corday should have called her personally and told her that. 
she was over that much. This is Judy fucking Evans. I don't give a damn if she's going to bring her back in two days with Bonnie. I don't care. Adrian was a popular, iconic character. He gave all the motherfucking hating-ass fuckers on Twitter. Only know Adrian for the last five to ten years, but no, that character meant something to a lot of people. And just because she wasn't written and utilized properly don't mean that she wasn't important. Yes, all people saw was, you know, Adrian being a busybody, worried about who Sonny was going to use an anal ring on next. But that wasn't all. That wasn't who she was. Like, no. Well, I'm just happy. Adrian wasn't knowing. And Bubba, shut your ass up, because you don't even know who Adrian really was. Y'all just got the last few years of Adrian, which wasn't much. The biggest thing that happened to Adrian last few years was cancer care, and Judy ate that motherfucking story up. Did everybody just see her being Bonnie? Yes. I mean, Judy's a great actress, but characters like Bonnie, they're easy to play. It's easy to be the campy bitch. But it takes a lot to, like, to have the range to be a heroine like Adrian. And then flip on the dime and be a bitch like Bonnie. Everybody ain't got it. Judy Evans got it. Everybody ain't got French. But yeah, Kim Cordish is a call her personally. And like I said, in the long term, what is Adrian's death going to cause long term? Nothing. nothing. This was nothing but a fucking plot point. Like I said last week, those episodes was very much, Rob thought of everything like, oh, we're going to kill Adrian. Maybe Will did it. Maybe Maggie did it. We're going to kill Haley. Oh, it's going to be an accident. Just, we're going to do a baby switch. All this shit, but then they just slung together some bullshit to make it make sense. I don't like that. Like, I don't like the execution of the time jump. I like the concept of the time jump, but the execution has been a little shoddy and shitty. And I know, Juan, sometimes we got to go through some bullshit to get the glory. I'm just waiting on glory right now, because right now I'm getting bullshit. So I'm waiting on a prayer, because, oof, seeing them ratings. I, I didn't get the point... I didn't get the point of Summer at first, but I don't know. This ain't no spoiler. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure she's the one to call that punk ass. Oh, that, that is so Maggie obvious. Come on so now. Like, I mean, all the people that hate Maggie are so happy. No. It's a spoiler because it's obvious. Ugh, I guarantee you, Summer did. There has to be a reason. Come I'm thinking, I'm like, why have that famous ass character like Summer just for her to be playing a fool to Maggie in five minutes and then go away? And why bring back Summer of All People? You know, like, well, that's how obvious it is. This is classic Rob Maggie So here's the thing. I have to speak.
So I have to speak like, to like Maggie's sense. history kind of because so, you know, I when I got to interview Suzanne Rogers, um, gosh, I think that was like a year and a half ago. We um, talked about Maggie's alcoholism story and, you know, she pointed it out that back when this started, it wasn't like a full blown alcoholism story, how she described it. She said it was more kind of almost like they were telling a story on a weekly primetime soap. Like, it wasn't a big story for Maggie. It was kind of like a hit it and quit it. Um, so, you know, now that I see Ron doing this story, it's kind of almost too much. Like, we get it. You want you had nothing to do with Maggie, so you pulled the tiniest bit of her history out of your hat. And to some extent, I'm almost tired of seeing this with Ron because it's great that you love history so much, but you also have to play on history that works and was a big part of that person's history, not just something that lasted less than a year. I mean, it's the same thing with Warren R, though. They, they, did, they had that bad with Warren R, and sometimes they still do it every once in a while. Like, oh, we we got nothing else to do with Nikki. Well, let us take a couple of shots to hit Nick and, and shoot somebody in the head. Exactly. Like, what? Or get hit by a car like, or something. Like their alcoholism becomes a plot point. Yes. And that's what happened with Maggie. It's like they needed somebody. They needed a red herring. So they brought Summer back out of nowhere. So for her to be just, ooh, that's a cruel bitch. And I was barely watching Days back when she was on because, ugh, it was just, it was horrible. It was horrible. Like, you kill off Will Horton, allegedly. You bring back Bo Brady and kill him off the same fucking way you killed off Lexi. Same fucking way.
money is about a year and a half, two years in her run. And that was only because okay. of Matt. But, um, yeah, they could have just killed Matt. Melody could have been going to see Carly for Mother's Day and died in, in a plane crash. Lord, forgive me, I know because of current events. That was some bad oh. taste. But still, I'm just saying. But, um, yeah, they could have actually things that were organic to get Maggie drunk to get bring back Summer. But like I said, they need somebody to blame all this bullshit on. And Summer is the perfect scapegoat. Can I just say a special shout-out to Wally Kerr. Amen. This whole storyline. This man, if he don't get a goddamn Emmy nomination for this work he's putting in, this man is living his best life. He is on two soaps on the same time. He has two front-burner storylines going at the same time. Amazing performance, especially with, you know, Adrian's death. And whatnot, he just blew it out of the park, and he is the unsung. He's selling it. He's selling it. He's the one calling the word. Because when you think about it, on paper, Justin Kuriakis and Nan Quatermain are essentially the same character. But you wouldn't know it. But what you you wouldn't know it because whenever you see whenever you see someone like you you can stand. Justin and Ned right next to each other. And you could completely tell who was who by mannerisms, by the shit they say. Because they are essentially the same character. But Wally Wally brings something different to each one. That is true. Because, you know, Ned Ned is a little bit more admirable than Justin. Justin's a punk ass. (laughs) Well, <laughs> so. Yeah, we need to. Let's wrap it up. Ever since, 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 
Six-month story built up. (laughs) Well, anyway, I do want to have plenty of time. Oh no! I'm no 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 no. I'm done with brain tumors, Diggs. I loved Hope and Aiden so much. They were definitely somebody I should. Well, anyway, so. Oh, by the way, I guess we'll give him... 
Yeah, the first time back in 2012. Because, yeah, like I said, oh. he, he was working with Nicole in the church. I remember the storyline. He was an ex-con. I remember the storyline, but I don't remember the name of the person. Yeah, I don't remember his name either. Him and Christian Alfonso were smoking, goddammit. She was hot with Taylor Love, but they fucked that up. Well, anyway, speaking of things that soap operas have fucked up through the years, it seems that oh. in the <laughs> it seems that in the past decade. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so any. So for our listeners, we're going to do this special topic where we dive into one character from our favorite soap that we think should be killed off. So Alan will take The Young and the Restless, I'll take The Bold and the Beautiful, Rodrigo will take Days of Our Lives, and since it's a cast of 67 characters, Dee Dee and Tiggs will both take General Hospital. So Alan will <laughs> Alan will start with you. Alan, who <laughs> Alan, who is the one character you would kill off on The Young and the Restless and why? Sasha and Callie would do a good job they playing to, crazy. They need to model them after Jack, Patty, and, and Diane Jenkins. Like Lola can go batshit crazy like Patty did and just tear around something. Well, and that's I what I said, you know. I mentioned her, that. that. She does have the range. She made her psycho. She has the range of looks like. But she had that fire when she first started the show. Sasha Callie's a very good actress. But she's not going to keep that feed or something there, though. Phyllis is a crazy bitch, too. Phyllis is like, okay. Uh And that's easy. Because everything you're doing to hold on to Kyle, bitch, I did it to hold on to Danny. And you're not going to hurt my motherfucking dog, bitch. And that's right. And it'll be something to do. Yeah, something to do. Yep. And that triangle defines, that triangle defines young and the restless. You have to. God, yeah. That that is a definition, but they haven't done young and the rest. They've been doing young and the boring. You have the sun. Yeah, because you gotta blow it up. 
have they give really have a, 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 yeah. a fourth midlife crisis at 40 years old. You really have the son of I, Diane I, Jenkins. I am, I am all for uh, kind of kissing the summer and having Twitter go go crazy. I love the. We've been trying that about weekend, baby. We yeah, can have it out. I So I always wanted... You know, I always wanted, so, when Mia was on the show, when Mia was on the show, I always wanted... When Mia was on the show, I always wanted... Um, When Mia was on the show, I always wanted... on the show on Wyandar, I always wanted Isabella Baranya to turn out to be Mia's mother. But now, you know, you can rework it and maybe have Isabella and Celeste as half-sisters. And so if Lola goes crazy, she turns to her Aunt Isabella for help. And Isabella can be like, well, you know, I almost knifed a hooker in a bathtub one time. And, you know, and Lola can reenact that same plan with Summer. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Did anybody? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
how much I would deep throat Devon that night if he paid off my student loans? Shit. Elena okay. had it all wrong. to the Young and the Restless's sister soap opera, The Bold and the Beautiful, um, I'm actually gonna go for somebody that might shock you guys, because I don't think it was who you think I would pick. But I would actually kill off Katie. And I'm gonna tell you... I'm yeah. I know. I think a lot of people thought... But anyway, the reason I would kill off Katie... She is already making her transition to the directing the other soaps, so... Yeah, I can see her retiring from acting. And, you know, it's time, because... I mean... Katie's body is shutting down faster than the production of All My Children and One Life to Live at Prospect Park. I mean, by this point, she is halfway dead. And so here's how I would do it, you know, I would probably, you know, just have Katie's heart clock out on there, to be honest, and you could do this beautiful scene in heaven, maybe get, like, Will DeVry back for an episode, and, you know, he can be like, oh, I'm sorry, my heart didn't work, um, and, you know, just make it that, and you give... 
you give Catherine Kelly Lang an Emmy. You bring back Patrick Duffy for an episode. And there you go. It's perfect. It's done. Because honestly, the character of Katie isn't needed anymore. Um, the one missing factor would just be how amazing Heather Tom is, no matter the story. Um, yeah. Anyway, Tiggs, before we go to General Hospital, let's go to you with Days of Our Lives. What is Who is the one character you would kill off on Days of Our Lives, and how and why? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm dating. I'm oh, I'm so sorry, baby. Oh, no, um, hey, <laughs> if you want to know anyway, Look, okay, so... Look how smart Macaulay Coenzo is. And that bitch is a grandmother. 
Like, what the fuck you saying is she's a grandmother? You having a baby does not declaw you. Now look at Tracy Quartermain. She done pushed out too, goddammit. Okay, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Mm. They, they have like Holly has become almost like a handicap for her. I'm like, uh, no. That's what she I was She can still be a bitch and fight to be in the mother. Yeah, how would you kill her? She, she, she just get hit by a car or bus. Stop. <laughs> she is not Regina George. <laughs> hey, damn. Well, Hot by himself, sweetheart. They ain't gonna find nobody hot to put him with, and then my head gonna hurt. Like, no. Just make Nicole a bitch again, and let him stick. Make her a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> just make yeah. her a bitch, and, and let Eric just begrudgingly accept it. Like, look who your twin sister is, motherfucker. You'll be alright. You'll be fine. Boy, shut up. We probably won't get that until Sammy get back in August, so. Mm. We're gonna have to wait. Well, anyway, Tiggs, now we can actually go to you with the show you wanted to do. Um, (laughs) Tiggs, who is the one character you would kill off on General Hospital? How would you do it, and why would you do it? Well, well, y'all know my father was Mike. Mike should have been dead a long time ago. Sorry. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for that one. his medication and talk about pain Stop, stop, stop with these babies. I'm done with, with 
Oh, you so stop that right that. now. Go say Chico. Uh, For that baby to be but hanging out with that Martin boy. Until they named that baby Donna, I thought that that baby was going to be spare parts for one of their other kids that was going to get hurt and was going to need some organs. Up until they named it after Donna that passed yeah. away, I honestly thought that baby was going to be spare parts for somebody else in their family. I honestly did. And I, and I understand it was a sweet system and he named a baby after a crew member, but it's 2020. Who named they baby Donna? <laughs> well, anyway, D. <laughs> Dee Dee, are you agreeing no, with Tit? Dee Dee, are you agreeing with Tiggs here? Would you kill off Mike or would you kill off somebody else on GH? I'm going to kill off someone else, but I'm just saying, like, I will dovetail it back to what Tiggs said, though. You know me. I am very upfront and direct about what I like and I don't like about that hospital show. And so when I had to sit there and come up with one person, I was like, this isn't fair. This is like Sophie's choice. There's so many people. I want to knock off. I'm going to go with Parky. I'm going with Parky. He needs to go. Yeah, kill him. Kill him. Kill him. Got him. Got him. Got him. Get him out of here. No. I'm so sick of this character. I'm over Valentine's parking lot, Peter, then she can get plowed down by my 
I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, I and I'm like, and if you have a problem with what I'm saying about parking lot to your guys, about Valentine, who you either need to make him all good or all bad. You, you, he was supposed to be the, the baddest villain ever, and he's like, not. We, now you didn't make him like a kid. Okay. You know, oh, he's I'm such like, a that goes to show how sexy oh. the show is. All of the men that are supposed, supposed to be villains, Sonny, Jason, Peter, Valentine, Julian, Oh no, they're, they're misunderstood. They're complicated. They're oh, but, the, but 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 the but the women but the get disgusting. The yeah. women, Nell and Ava and, and and Kim, oh, they get to be vile. They get to be going all the way, going on, going all the way back to face, going all the way back to face, Russell. They can't. Yeah, oh, no, they they love women. They can't do the strong women. Oh God, B. And then Morgan can turn around and shoot him in the 
Well, like, anyway. too busy watching Nick Jr. And I've been too busy watching people like Rodrigo drag Evan Rachel Wood on Twitter. So anyway. So anyway, Rodrigo, uh, where can our listeners find you in all of your dragging of a very dumb and sensitive person? Catch me at Rodrigo's World 81. Of course, being petty as always, but fun and lovable at the same time. And then, D, where can our listeners find you on the tweeter? They can find me at DMZDD, posted at my thirst trap as usual. And the lovely and ever so quiet Tiggs, where can they find you on Twitter? And Sinead O'Connor with the new headphones, where can they find you on Twitter? <laughs> well, everybody, thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening. And you can't recast Ben. Him and Sierra belong together. I hope you fucking hate it and die, bitch. Like, what? Well, we'll let everybody have a new episode of Soap Chat soon so they can drag us for filth, just like we will do to them. And good night, everybody. Thank you.